Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast coming up. And it's so important to strengthen and tone the muscles around the eyes. You have a big round muscle that goes all the way around the eye and it's called the orbicularis oculi muscle. And as we age, this muscle tends to get weaker. And as it gets weaker, the skin attached to it starts to become looser and become saggier and maybe can become more lined as well. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world leading face yoga expert, best selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello and a warm welcome to episode two of the Face Yoga Expert podcast. So I like to give you a little bit of an idea about where I am when I'm recording the podcast. So I'm actually sat in my dressing room, I'm at my dressing table and I'm looking out the window and I'm looking at all the sheep in the field and it's pouring with rain. It's actually about 10.30 on a Saturday morning as I'm recording this for you, but it looks so dark outside. It actually feels like it's evening time. I'm sat in my dressing gown. I haven't brushed my hair yet and I haven't put any makeup on. And I went out last night, so I don't tend to go out too much in the evenings these days, just because I have my two little girls, Lucia and Lilia, who are seven and three, and they wake up so early. So at best, it's 6.30, 7 o'clock. At worst, it's quarter to five in the morning. So I tend to need to go to bed at nine o'clock. So Bruce and I try and get into bed at nine o'clock and just try and be asleep if we can by about quarter past nine each day. So I tend to meet friends more in the daytime when I can. So sort of go for lunch or go for a herbal tea or smoothie together. And I tend not to go out so much in the evenings these days. But last night we decided to go out for dinner and it was really lovely. We had a beautiful dinner. There was a whole group of us and it was really nice because everyone was really into yoga and fitness. It's just such a nice supportive group of women just supporting each other, cheering each other on with common interests and we had a little dance. We went out to a bar, which was amazing. And I don't drink, so I haven't drunk for, oh, I don't know, about 16 years now. So I gave up drinking when I was really ill with ME. So I must have been 22 when I gave up drinking and I'm almost 38 now. So yeah, I haven't drunk for a long time. But when I go out, I still like to have fun with my friends, have a little dance if I can. So it was really really nice. I didn't go to bed last night till about two o'clock in the morning, which is so rare for me. Now, Bruce was so lovely and said, I'll get up with the girls this morning and you can have a lie in. But Lilia walked into our room, I would say probably about six o'clock. 
and was patting my back going, mummy, mummy, it's time to wake up. So Bruce got up with her, which was lovely. And then I think about an hour later, she came in and asked me something again. So yes, I haven't had a massive amount of sleep, but Bruce has taken them out to soft play for a few hours. And then we're off to the cinema, all of us this afternoon. So I thought I would just do a quick podcast for you and just have a little chat about what's going on. And also to do a really informative podcast, I feel today. It's one that's really based on quite a lot of frequently asked questions I get. So through my Instagram and Facebook, I get hundreds of direct messages every day. And I really listen to what you guys are asking me. I feel it's really important to not only listen and answer and give informative answers back again, but to also use these questions to actually inform what I'm going to be doing on the podcast for you. So one of the really frequently asked questions I tend to get is about the eye area. So you guys are asking, how can you get rid of dark circles? How can you get rid of puffiness around the eyes? How can you reduce eye wrinkles, sagging skin around the eyes, hooded eyes? Loads of frequently asked questions about this. I thought it'd be really nice just to do a podcast on this and just give you a few of my top tips on the eye area. So let's delve into that now. So the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to the eye area is just how thin the skin is around the eye area. So I'm not going to get too scientific today, but just to give you an idea, the skin around the eye area tends to be about 10 times thinner than the skin and the rest of the face. So that just gives you an idea about how delicate it is. And I often use the analogy with clients about a piece of tissue paper. So if you imagine the skin around the eyes like a piece of tissue paper and just how thin that is, how easily that can be ripped, how easily that can be damaged. And that's the same as the skin around the eyes. So that just gives you an idea about how gentle we need to be with the eye area. So my number one tip when it comes to the eye area is actually don't drag the skin. So first of all, I would say rubbing eyes is just not a good idea. So when you're tired or when your eyes feel a little bit irritable, you can do something like get a warm flannel and place over them or a little bit of cool cotton wool and just gently dab the eyes. But just don't rub the eye area. That area, think of it as tissue paper, will get damaged so, so quickly. And that's what's going to really make any lines around the eye area lot worse and also contribute to puffiness and dark circles around the eyes. And the same goes for removing makeup. So when you're removing makeup, I really recommend not rubbing the eye area. So very gently, just take off anything from the lashes first and then very, very gently dab. And then if you need to do a small wipe to get off any eyeliner or eyeshadow, then you can do that. But I really would recommend that you just be very mindful when removing your eye makeup. It will make a massive difference to your eye area. 
If you're a contact lens wearer, you may find that you have to pull at the skin around the eyes. So just try and experiment with putting your contact lenses in and out. Use a mirror and just be aware of how much you're dragging that skin and try and make a little routine so you're not dragging that area quite as much as you used to. And these things will make a massive difference. So that's my tip one. Don't drag the skin. So my tip two for really caring for that delicate eye area is eye movements. Now, much of my method, the Daniel Collins face yoga method, is very much rooted in tradition. So it's rooted in techniques that have been used in Eastern medicine. So in traditional Chinese medicine, in Ayurveda, in Shiatsu for many thousands of years. Now, eye movements have been used in India, in Ayurveda and in yoga for a long, long time. And they have so many benefits from a yogic point of view. They're wonderful for helping the prana or the subtle energy in the eye area. So just helping the eyes to look healthier, to feel healthier. And from a much more practical point of view, they're very good for helping to strengthen the muscles inside the eyes and around the eye area. So very, very good for working with strengthening and toning those muscles, which is going to help the eye area look healthier and feel healthier as well. Another wonderful thing about doing eye movements is how you can retrain the face. Now, we tend to express a lot with our forehead area. We tend to raise the eyebrows when we're expressing. We tend to pull in the area between the eyebrows. And over time, this causes those lines and wrinkles around the forehead area. So learn to express more with your eyes. So a great way to start to practice this, to start to use this, is just by placing a hand onto your forehead. So you can have a go at that now. Just place a hand on your forehead and then widen your eyes as much as you possibly can. And as you're widening the eyes, you should try and keep the forehead as still as possible. Now, it might be a bit tricky. You may find as you're doing this, your eyebrows are trying to lift up. So if you need to use two hands, one in each side, really to keep that forehead muscle still, then do that. And then you can have a go at looking up and down, keeping the head still, keeping the forehead still, just looking up and down in a nice, long, continuous line, really waking the eyes up, really working with strengthening and toning the muscles. But we're retraining the face here. This is one of the big reasons I recommend eye movements from an aesthetic point of view. If you do this enough, you'll really find that you express more with your eyes. So you'll open your eyes when you want to talk to somebody more rather than what we tend to do, which is just let our eye muscles get quite weak, get quite lazy. And we tend to really express with our forehead, which causes lines. So express more with your eyes and retrain your face so your forehead stays really still. So opening the eyes wide and then doing those up and down eye movements and you can practice side to side as well and try and do that a few times a day if you can. So that's my second tip which is eye movements. My third tip for helping the eye area to look and feel the best it can are eye exercises. So in my book Danielle Collins Face Yoga I dedicate a whole section to the eye area. 
So I just wanted to take a brief pause in this episode to tell you about one of my favorite skincare products ever. It's called Fusion by Danielle Collins and it was made for us by an award-winning skincare specialist. Now, I knew for a long time that I wanted a product that worked with face yoga, that wasn't oily, that wasn't greasy, but glided beautifully over the skin. So let me tell you a little bit more about this product. It's actually a four in one product. So there's no need for serum cream, eye cream, neck cream. This is an all in one moisturizing serum. It actually contains many high-performing botanical oils and one of those oils is rosehip oil and this is clinically proven to reduce and eliminate age spots and to reduce lines in the skin. It also can reduce and eliminate scars and blemishes on the skin. So this has all been clinically proven. It contains high levels of vitamin A, which is a natural form of retinol. Now, you may have heard of retinoids before. So these are an artificial anti-aging product that you can get over the counter or you can get prescribed. And this can often be very harsh on the skin. The skin can react to it, can flake, but you can actually get in this product a natural form of retinoids, which is called retinoil. So it has an amazing effect in terms of anti-aging and every ingredient in this product is from nature. It's fully accredited and certified by the Soil Association as organic. Now this is a big deal when it comes to skincare and you won't find many products out there that have this accreditation by the Soil Association. Now the Soil Association will check every single ingredient in the product, they'll trace it back to source and they'll even check things like where the green tea has been produced. And they'll actually check all of the growing and production of these. Now, this product is packed full of antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, and plant retinols as well. So some of the benefits of using Fusion by Danielle Collins is the hydration. It's very good for smoothing the skin. It helps to even out an uneven skin tone. It's very good for reducing redness and blemishes. It locks in moisture. It plumps and strengthens. And it just overall improves the appearances of ageing skin. It works beautifully with the skin and not against it. And all of these high performing proactive botanical seed oils are in there for a reason. Now, it actually has molecules which are small enough to penetrate deep into the skin. Now, most creams out there on the market just sit on the top layer of skin, so on the epidermis, whereas this product has got molecules small enough to get into that middle layer of skin, into the dermis, where the collagen is, where the elastin is and where it needs to be. It's particularly good if you have sensitive skin, dry skin. It's very good if your face is prone to lines, acne, rosacea. But please do check with a doctor or a skin specialist if you do have any skin problems before you start using this product. So if you're using it with face yoga, I recommend just using a clean hands, clean face, applying a few drops to the skin, doing the exercise part of your face yoga. Then before you do your massage and your acupressure, apply a little bit more of the product so your fingers glide really well. 
So if you'd like to try this product, you can just go to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop and you'll see the link for this in the show notes. And all the information is there about how this product is produced, about the Soil Association accreditation and about all the benefits of this for your skin. So let's get back to today's episode. And it's so important to strengthen and tone the muscles around the eyes. You have a big round muscle that goes all the way around the eye and it's called the orbicularis oculi muscle. And as we age, this muscle tends to get weaker. And as it gets weaker, the skin attached to it starts to become looser and become saggier and maybe can become more lined as well. So if we're working with strengthening and toning, the muscle underneath the skin, the skin attached to it is going to be tightened and tautened and firmed. So one of my favorite exercises from my book for this is the mini V exercise. So this is where you bring your two middle fingers just to the inner corner of your eye, just on the edge of the nose where you have that little indentation and you lightly place your index fingers onto the outer edge of your eye. And then you very gently half close the eye until you feel a little shake or a little pulse where your index finger is. Then you open your eye back up again and you keep that going as a repetitive movement. And there's another really nice exercise, which is in my app. So in my 10 minute natural facelift app, which is all 10 minute sections dedicated to the face. And in that app, there's one called the flirty eyes. Now, I love the flirty eyes exercise because not only does it strengthen the muscle underneath the eye, it also works with lifting and toning the corrugator supercilia muscle, which runs all the way across the eyebrow area. So it really really helps to reduce hooded eyes, also helps to reduce hollows under the eyes. And because of the movement of the mouth, you actually work with toning and strengthening the lower face muscles as well. So for this one, you make an O shape with your mouth, you wrap your lips around your teeth and really hold that O shape as much as possible. You lightly place your index fingers just under your eyes on that little bone. You look up slightly without raising the eyebrows, keep the forehead as still as you can and flutter the upper eyelids. And you just flutter the upper eyelids for about 30 seconds. And as you get used to it, you can build this up to one minute. So they're two of my favorite eye exercises. So that's my tip three, work daily with doing eye exercises. My tip four for the eye area is massage. Now, massage is fantastic for two main reasons. Number one, it helps with the lymphatic drainage. And number two, it helps with the circulation. So by working with helping that lymphatic system, helping that circulatory system, you're really going to help to reduce puffiness and dark circles around the eye area. So by doing very gentle movements like tapping around the eye area with the ring finger or very gently going under the eyebrows to the inside of the eye and then under the eyes with the index finger and keeping that going around as gently as possible. These simple massage movements really do help to eliminate toxins and help to bring all the fresh blood and nutrients and oxygen up to the skin surface. So really recommend daily massage. And again, if you're confused what to do, what is right for you, you can use my book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and there's some 
excellent techniques in there which really focus on how to massage the eye area. So that's tip number four, massage. Tip number five. Now, this is one you have heard so many times before, but it's so important. And that is drink water. I know it's a boring one. I know that we're just told it all the time, drink more water. But actually, every single one of us, including myself, could benefit from drinking more water. So drinking water has so many benefits for the mind, body and face. As we're talking specifically about the eye area here, it really does help with reducing the puffiness and the dark circles and preventing them as well. It'll also really help you with that toxin removal. So if you're doing your lymphatic drainage massage, your circulation massage and you're drinking water during or after, you're going to get the best benefits for the eye area. So tip number five, simple, quick, but drink more water. Tip number six, and again, this is going to be one which you've probably heard so many times before, and I never like saying this one because I always feel like I'm the bearer of bad news, but it is reduce any toxins. Now, a buildup of toxins in the skin really tend to show around the eye area. So when I say toxins, I mean things like sugar, caffeine, alcohol, All of these things, however nice they may be, tend to build up and really cause puffiness and dark circles. Sometimes we notice it almost instantly. So maybe you've had a day where you've had lots of sugar, you've drank lots of coffee, and maybe you had loads of wine before bed and you wake up the next morning and where is the first place in your body to show it? often the eye area. You see that buildup of the lymph under the eye area, which shows us puffiness. You see the buildup of the toxins, which shows us dark circles, but also accumulation over time of any toxic substances. So this is also things like smoking or drugs and even things that we can't often control, like pollution in our environment All of these things unfortunately mean that our eye area tends to show puffiness and dark circles. So you can't control certain things, but certain things you can do. So I would just say, don't try and do everything at once. So I'm not asking you to suddenly go and stop drinking all your coffee and tea, never have any alcohol again, never have any sugar or that lovely piece of chocolate cake that you love, but just be a little bit mindful of it and actually think about how can I start to reduce a little bit and how can I do a few easy food or drink swaps? That's something when I used to do a lot of wellbeing coaching with my clients and I actually used to just recommend that they do food swaps. This just makes it seem much more manageable and much easier. So for example, if you're used to having a coffee mid-morning, swap it for a peppermint tea. I know you may not love it at first as much, but I promise you in time, your skin will look better, your mind will feel better, your body will feel better, but also you'll start to prefer that. The more healthy foods you eat and drink means that you want to do more of that. You actually start to crave the healthy foods. 
So just start to make small changes, little swaps like that coffee for the herbal tea, or maybe swapping your piece of chocolate for a piece of fruit, or maybe swapping your glass of wine for some sparkling water with a little bit of fresh lemon squeezed into it. Just making these simple little food swaps and start to move you further towards feeling happier, feeling healthier, but also making a big difference to that eye area. So that's my tip number six, try to reduce toxins. Tip number seven is good skincare. Now there's so many products out on the market. I know it can be super confusing about what to do around the eye area. And there's so much controversy about whether you should use eye cream or whether this is too heavy for the eye area and whether it's going to accumulate under the eye area and cause more puffiness. Now, what I recommend is do what's right for your skin type. There isn't a one size fits all answer for this. Some people find that just tapping in a very small amount of eye cream around the eye area twice a day can be amazing for their skin. They find it can be really nourishing. They find if their skin and particularly the skin around their eye area is very dry, this can work really well. Other people actually find a little bit of eye gel is better for them. They find that it sinks into the skin better. It's not as heavy. It doesn't accumulate under the skin. And other people find that just using a little bit of plant-based serum works really nicely. One of my favourite things is to use Fusion by Danielle Collins, which is an amazing organic soil association accredited serum, which was made for us by such a lovely skincare specialist who has won multiple awards. And all of the ingredients are natural. All of the ingredients are high performing as well. So there's no ingredients in there like water or like any added chemicals which are just there to bulk up the product that everything in there is high performing so I actually use a little bit of this and tap around my eye area I find it's just light enough to not feel too heavy for the eye area but it's really nourishing it's got lots of vitamin c particularly from the rosehip oil which really helps the eye area and also it just glides on beautifully so you can actually do your massage with it so find what works for you when it comes to skincare i really recommend that you actually see a dermatologist or a skincare specialist or you go to, even to your local beauty counter and have a chat to someone who knows about products there and actually work out what's right for you because what's right for example for your friend or your sister or your mum or the celebrity you might follow on Instagram is not necessarily right for you. But tip number seven is skincare for the eye area. And my last tip for today, number eight, is sleep. Sleep is so important. And I would say it's one of the most important things we can do for our skin. At night, our skin does all its repairing, all of its restoring, all of its renewing. So if we're getting enough sleep and enough good quality sleep, we're going to wake up with the very best skin that we can have for our age. So I would say you need to be getting about eight hours sleep. If you can get a little bit more, if you can go to nine, even better. If you're slightly under that, if you're at seven, that's absolutely fine. The way you tend to know if you're getting enough sleep is how are you feeling on waking? 
Do you feel renewed? Do you feel restored? Do you feel refreshed when you wake up? Or do you still feel really tired, like you need so much more sleep? And don't confuse feeling energised in the morning with an adrenaline rush. I've had lots of clients in the past that have said, oh, I've got loads of energy in the morning and I only have four hours sleep. But actually, the reality is it's the adrenaline hit normally from stress related thoughts, maybe going through a to do list the moment you wake up that actually fires them up and out of bed. And they actually mistake that for energy. And it's not actually energy. It's actually our stress hormones building up inside us and giving us that that get-go. But in time, we will get very exhausted from that. So wake up, take a few deep breaths, let yourself come into, instead of a fight or flight response, into a nice rest and digest response straight away and then assess, how am I feeling? Ask yourself that question, how am I feeling? And if the answer is, I've had enough sleep, I'm refreshed, I'm ready to go on through my day, then you've probably had enough sleep. If your answer is, I'm still very tired, I don't feel I've got the energy for the day, then that's probably when you need to start thinking a little bit about getting more sleep if possible. And your skin will always look and always feel better when you've had a good night's sleep. Now, I know a good night's sleep isn't always easy. Sometimes if we work long hours, it can be difficult to sleep as much as we want to. Maybe we have to get up early or maybe we have to go to bed late. Maybe if you've got young children, that can be difficult. I know from experience myself, my girls are still quite little. So Lilia can tend to wake up in the night still a few times. I know she's nearly three and a half, but still she sometimes calls out for us in the night. But I definitely know from those early days when they're babies, how difficult sleep can be to get. So I know it's not always easy, but many of us, whatever our situation, can actually improve our sleep if we try. So that's tip number eight, get more sleep. So I'm just going to summarise those eight tips for you. All of these tips are going to help us to reduce puffiness, dark circles and lines around the eyes. Tip number one, don't drag the skin. Tip number two, do eye movements. Tip number three, do eye exercises daily. Tip number four, do gentle massage for the eye area. Lymphatic drainage and circulation can all be helped with this. Tip number five, drink more water. Tip number six, reduce toxins where you can. Things like sugar, caffeine and alcohol. Tip number seven, use good skincare. Do what's right for your skin type. Number eight, get more sleep when you can and if you can. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. I am off for a shower now and then off for a family trip to the cinema. So I look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care. Bye bye. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.